for this episode of CDM Media's Solution Spotlight. I'm your host, J.D. Miller, Vice President at CDM Media. Today is a great podcast that I know you're going to find interesting. We've partnered with Nutanix and will be joined by Harsha Kotakala. Harsha drives Nutanix strategy and global thought leadership on cloud management solutions for manufacturing in the automotive industry. If you're not familiar with Nutanix, Nutanix is a leading cloud company that helps companies modernize data centers, run any app at any scale, manage your clouds, and so much more. So when we come back, we'll be joined by Harsha. Welcome to the podcast, Harsha. How are you doing today? Hi, JD. I'm doing great. It's my pleasure to be here. Thank you. Well, I'm excited to dive into today's topic because we're, we're talking about really the automotive industry and the big transformation that is really occurring within it. So let's just start off. What's, what's the current trends right now in the automotive industry? Oh, there's so much happening within automotive industries uh, these years, right? So it's a big transformation going on. As uh, the CEO of GM, Mary Barra, says, you know, the automotive industry is going through so much change in recent years that it's more than what happened in the last 50 years. So absolutely a lot of going on in the automotive industries. So the things that are impacting are essentially, you know, the concerns, the increased concerns on climate and then changing consumer interests and also because of urbanizations. So because of all this, car makers are moving quickly to develop a host of new different technologies, including like, you know, you might have seen connected cars. There's a lot in the news about autonomous driving, a lot of investments in it. Um, and to, to support this, even the advancements in technologies used in the car are tremendously helping with this. For example, you know, we didn't have fast enough computers you know, a decade ago, right? Like, you know, but now we have fast enough semiconductors which, which are capable of executing you know, a trillion operations per second. You know, that those kind of uh, semiconductor chips are widely available. And this is what you need for a foundation for making these changes. So I think the timing is prime where um, from the market side, you know, consumers, because of urbanizations, because of more concerns on climate, that's pushing for innovation to automotive. And as well as from the technology side, the technology is prime. And, you know, if we have technologies that can actually meet those requirements that we've seen from the market. So all this is causing a huge transformation in the automotive industry. And that's a lot actually to digest, but really how are these macro trends impacting the automotive industry? So let me basically say, like summarize it, like how is it impacting the industry and business? And then like give an example, right? So, So basically what's happening is automotive business is evolving from being a product sales centric business into one that is centered on services. So what does it mean? Like, well, you know, that's product sales centric to, to services. So if you've noticed, most of the car business is around, surrounded around selling the car, right? So when you buy a car, how many units of uh, cars you're selling, all the aftermarket business is based upon how many units of cars are sold. Um, and then even the services as in like, you know, uh, uh, for fixing your car is also depends upon how many cars you've sold out. So, 
and even the financing aspect of it is based upon you know how many products or cars you have sold right so essentially the whole automotive market has been built around a product sales centric business but now that's moving because of the things happening that's moving into um what are the services provided with uh, using these vehicles or services like for end to end mobility so what does that mean for what's the implication of this right the implication of this is that the software capabilities have become very very critical so the traditional car centric business models must adapt to the effects of digitization including you know the growing popularity of you know app driven ride hailing and car sharing so this new market landscape is also causing new competition to come in from the software companies because the trend has changed where the traditional OEMs were focused and very uh, have built expertise in building a car and distributing the car but the the business has changed from how fast you can build a car to uh, you know what are the services that you can provide in a car so that's the game where the software companies are are very highly capable of that right so um in order to compete in this new market landscape so automotive enterprises need to do a lot of things right but some of them are basically they have to enhance customer experience from purchase to operations to maintenance uh, what that means is now uh, the way it works is a customer goes to dealership you know he works for the dealer and then he buys a car right he or she buys a car but that needs to be that experience needs to be more delightful more uh, personalized so that needs to be digitized the second thing they have to do is they have to optimize their supply chain and streamline the design production and distribution um and also service for a lower cost and improved time to market essentially they have to optimize the whole supply chain and logistics so that they can improve the time to market um to bring the car out to to uh, to the market and finally they have to capitalize on new digital business opportunities like you know online purchasing especially these days in covid days right this this thing is being accelerated people are buying online you know they're not able to go to the dealership like they used to before they have to buy online and you know base the decision on how what kind of service and what kind of information they get about the car online so these are the kind of things that are impacting the automotive business Let's dive in even a little further. What do you think is the impact on automotive IT organizations? So we're starting off with you know the first thing we've talked about is what is the macro trends uh, from a consumer perspective, right? So we've talked about the climate concerns, the uh, urbanization interests, and how are they? And the second thing we talked about how was this impacting the automotive business? So, and now if we hone into IT organizations. uh for when when um the business is moving towards software capabilities it organizations who build the foundation for the software capabilities need to change as well so in order to partner with business to achieve this to thrive in this new market landscape it organizations must rethink their approach to digital infrastructure and services so they have to transform from being a service provider to an enabler for example like you know you know we talk everybody talks about tesla right they're disrupting the automotive market but why are they disrupting the automotive market is it because the car looks great 
there are many good looking cars out there, right? But because the reason they're disrupting the market is because of how they accelerated the time to market of their product. Here, when I talk about the product, I'm not talking about the vehicle itself, but the software component in the car. So if you see the firmware upgrades that Tesla pushes out, they do it very regularly with, a big, with big upgrades every few months. But on the other hand, traditional automotive OEMs were focusing on the vehicle and engine, et cetera, right? And then these take about four to seven years of design cycle. So there's no way to beat that time to market you know, for four to seven years of car upgrade to say Tesla, which is turn that upgrade into a software cycle and it's sending out the software cycles every month, upgrading the software cycles every month. So there's no way to beat that unless um, you change your thinking and build those software capabilities. So IT organization essentially, they need to provide these kind of software development capabilities to their product and engineering teams so that they can innovate on top of it. Let's dive a little more into that. What capabilities do the IT teams need to build? So the first thing, you know, before I talk about individual capabilities, you know, they have to, they need to modernize the infrastructure so that they're able to get more done faster and while still being addressing the current and emerging needs, right? So however, simply just like, oh, I, I just go buy a new platform, it is not sufficient. The new technology, also they need to factor in the skill set, the process that are being disrupted. So in order for the whole of IT to make it more agile as well as service oriented. So it is only after then that IT organizations can and you know they should extend their infrastructure, the cloud and the edge, and then only then they can become a truly innovation engine for the company. For example, you know, you talked about, so now after that, right, they have to overall rethink about how they're organized. They have to rethink about um, their whole infrastructure, how they uh, um, think about it. But to give an example, one of the core capabilities that IT needs to develop for agile software development that is used by, for instance, as they give an example, Tesla, right? The way they develop their firmware and the way they push out their firmware so frequently is because of agile software development. So in order for IT uh, to do this, they have to build something called a continuous integration and continuous delivery or CI-CD infrastructure. So broadly defined CI-CD is basically a practice of an iterative development, test and deployment of code with an automate everything philosophy. Or in you know, you can layman terms, you can say that it's a practice of developing and delivering code more reliably and more frequently with less and almost no manual effort. Right. But the existing IT organizations, they are all based on you know different framework of developing code. So they're based on something in uh, before the agile uh, way of developing things, there's something called the legacy uh, waterfall development system. Right? So the agile, but the agile process can cut down on the wasted efforts and, and also can enable far greater responsiveness to business needs when it's compared to the waterfall way of development. But in order to build this constant builds that are required for agile development and also do the constant test and staging and de deployment, um, and all these are automated, 
it causes a huge operational burden on the infrastructure. So to be practical in a speed of business setting, CI-CD methodology requires a fast, highly automated infrastructure for building and testing. This automated infrastructure needs to provide for resources, including source code repositories, build tools, uh, testing tools. It also needs to be highly customizable and usable by both uh, administrator, developers. And most of all, it needs to let the skilled dev and engineering teams to focus on coding and the ops team to be focused on SLAs versus, you know, just mundane tasks like upgrading the servers or like, you know, just doing, making sure the servers are all up and running, right? Or just taking care of the regular uh, support tickets. So in order to do all this, as I said, the first thing that the IT team need to think about is they have to transform their thinking, just being a um, service organization to an enabler, and they have to modernize their infrastructure. Uh, Harsha, then, how does cloud play a role in this? Oh, very good question. So uh, cloud is actually a very important role in, in, in uh, automotive IT right now. Right. So uh, they were starting to use cloud initially for bursting needs. You know, you have your traditional applications which suddenly have a spike in requirements. Right. So for that bursting needs, um, they needed a, a cloud-based uh, cloud for that. But these days, with the change in business model for automotive, you know, you also have cloud-based apps for this new mobility business models, and also. For autonomous driving, you need cloud for training your AI engines. You need the computing power of cloud uh, to train your AI engines for it. So there is requirement for an automotive enterprise to have both private cloud because for your regular needs for inside a company and also private cloud because most of the big cloud vendors in a way are also competing uh, um, from the autonomous driving aspect. So there is some need for, to build a private cloud for aut automotive vendors, uh, automotive uh, OEMs, as well as they would need some public cloud for some certain services that they, they would need, like in, in autonomous driving and connectivity. But with that said, the most important aspect here is not just you know going to a cloud. Everybody says, okay, let's go to the cloud. You know That's the initiative that's come down to all the organizations from, um, from the board saying, okay, let's go to the cloud. But the important aspect is, okay, how do you manage this cloud environment? You have now both private and public cloud. How do you manage it? It's a, it's a hybrid cloud environment that you have. So the important aspect is, how do you manage it? So um, going back to how, what, what the, the role that cloud plays in it, there are two key aspects to this. First is, a true hybrid cloud infrastructure should enable you to manage both private and public cloud of infrastructure to the same console without adding any management overheads on the public cloud side. So why am I saying the same management console? Because traditionally, if you have a public cloud presence as well as private cloud presence, as a CIO, I wouldn't be knowing what are my um, costs, right? How is my organization spending? What is my cost? Because I don't have a single management console or dashboard to show truly what's the expense that is spending on infrastructure. The second, second thing is, even for IT administrators, when they have two management consoles, it's very difficult to manage from a skill set perspective, 
as well as just number of resources they would need. They would need resources managing your private cloud, and then you would need resources managing, again, your public cloud. So it's very important that you would have a, a tool that helps you manage your public and private cloud both together, a right? true hybrid cloud. And second thing is, a true hybridity should allow for bringing together the cloud-native services to classic apps and containers running on your private cloud without the need for massive customizations or inefficiencies in the network. So the way, you know, many people say, okay, we, we support your public cloud presence too. But the important thing is, if you're not truly able to use your existing apps on public cloud or move them over there without massive customization, then what's the point of having a cloud? So you should have some uh, infrastructure that truly allows you to move your services from private to public cloud and back to private cloud very seamlessly without much investment in it. Um, so IT teams should not just should not be just thinking about going to cloud, but once that mandate is there, they should be really thinking about what are the tools they need to use to manage the cloud in a true hybrid cloud fashion. So they could not just minimize their cost and effort, but also truly empower their business. Wow. Uh, extremely fascinating. You know, as we look at the direction things are going, what, what are some key takeaways as far as um, changes that are happening from an IT standpoint in the automotive industry? So with all the changes happening in the automotive industry, I think IT organization and infrastructure, they need to transform as well. You know, they can't, you know, the, you know, the, the way cars were developed before, you took about, as I was saying, four to seven years to build, design a new car. And then your, your whole business model was based upon how many cars you sell, you know, selling your dealership and servicing your cars. So that's how the whole business model was set up. So for that, IT was following a waterfall de development model. Uh, they were okay providing services to your engineering team so that uh, the time to market was, was not so much challenged yet. But with the changes in the whole um, way the industry works, IT also need to transform. They need to be transformed so that they can enable their business to get much faster time to market, especially in the software cycle. So they need to build infrastructure that is easy to manage because otherwise, will just too, take too many IT resources to manage it. So they need infrastructure that is easy to manage, that is intelligent, resilient, and secure. So the last two points, the resilient and secure are also very important because um, especially in connected cars and also in autonomous driving, there, it can be a um, life, life situation, right? Because if, if the system is helping you, a vehicle to be driven by itself, you need to make sure that your, your software you're developing um, and your infrastructure that is supporting that autonomous driving is very resilient and secure. So you need to have infrastructure that is easily manageable, intelligent, and very resilient and also secure. So IT should be able to quickly and non-disruptively set up and manage a hybrid cloud environment uh, so that they can truly partner and empower automotive business. 
Wow, that is great insight, Harsha. Thank you for joining us today. I do have to ask though, any solution that you suggest, you know, great technology you're talking about here, but any solution that people can test drive? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, with all the thoughts that I mentioned about, you know, how IT needs to transform and what kind of infrastructure they need to build that truly um, empowers IT teams to enable their business organization, their engineering organizations. So we are, uh, Nutanix also views this uh, automotive market as, as such, right? So they've built, they've understand all these challenges that IT teams in automotive industry are going through. So we've developed a solution that's, uh, that helps the IT teams here. They, if this solution provides uh, um, the capabilities of agile development. For the example I've mentioned about CICD, it provides the infrastructure to support a CICD agile development. It also provides infrastructure for a true hybrid cloud management solution, right? So um, whoever is listening, they can try out Nutanix software for free. Um, and it's, it's kind of a sandbox that, you know, you can come in and just log in and play around. So if you search for Nutanix.com test drive, um, just log in, provide your credentials, no commitment, nothing, and then you can test drive how Nutanix works on building your own private cloud, building a true hybrid cloud, um, and managing your existing AWS account using a single console, both for your private and and your public cloud. So this is a great uh, tool that you know our listeners can go in and test out all the capabilities that they would need to truly empower their IT teams as well as enable um, their business organization and engineering organizations to do the automotive innovations. That, that's great. A, a free test drive, Nutanix.com. That's fantastic. Thank you so much, Harsha, for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you very much, Shady. And thank you to Nutanix for partnering with us on this podcast. If you want more information, again, visit Nutanix.com. Join us again next week for the next episode of CDM Media's Solution Spotlight.